Welcome to the Rose Garden. I'm Holly. And I'm Julia. Here to talk about all things Bachelor. Welcome back to the Rose Garden. It's been a minute. We oh my gosh. weeks here. Things have been busy. Things have been busy and weird. Our lives have been strange. We've been out of touch with... It took me know. days to watch... I think it was the premiere even, or maybe it was week two. One of these episodes took me so many days to be able to even watch. Yeah. And that's serious. I I want to watch immediately, and I haven't been able to. I know. And it, yeah, it's just been strange. But to be honest, even though our lives have been weird, the season's been good. I've been I've- living so here for this season I love it I love that it feels like it's 2010 yes that's always what I'm asking for it reminds me of how I felt when we first started with Claire episode one of her season before things changed yep completely agree they were true they were really trying they were trying to get that element with Claire but because there were so many other factors and that she's married Oh my God, so excited. Congratulations, Claire. Um, so happy for her. She looked beautiful. Shocking that she was engaged and then like two weeks later, she was married. So fast. Like le- less, I think she announced the relationship like six months ago. Yeah. Crazy. But you know what? That's Claire for you and I respect it. Same. I'm. I'm very happy for her. Now this season is very much a throwback and we can tell by how much they're bringing Sean Lowe on as I forgot his name Zach's guide <laughs> I almost called him Sean and he kind of looks like he could be a Sean too he does he should be a Sean he should talk about that yeah there's a lot of old school elements including Sean including the intro packages we have those yes we got intro packages back again really exciting there are also a lot of people that remind me a lot of the ladies remind me of sean lowe's girls Catherine, who also stole cat's name when cat left the season she reminds me of ashley from sean lowe's season but i also mix her up with katie and while watching katie's one-on-one date i was like why did i think this girl was gonna snap it's like oh because it wasn't her (laughs) it was Catherine. I know I can I can see that resemblance and that might be why I think she's gonna snap but I also believe it just I think it's gonna happen huh interesting she's wound too tight yeah oh definitely there's been some weird moments with her um yeah we had some pretty I would say like non-gimmicky limo exits it was was very lacking in the gimmicks which is why there's really not much to talk about with a lot of these girls, they really opted for the introducing yourself and that's it. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting when that happens and it's like clearly they're not talking about, well, I don't know if it's clear that they aren't talking about it beforehand, but the idea that like it just happens that way fascinates me. I'm like, how did you all happen to be on the same page to like keep it chill that season? I feel like the producers had to push it less. That's the only answer because it's always their ideas. Like, and some of them clearly fell for it, but I mean, taking a shot of maple syrup, which isn't unheard of. Like I've heard of Canadians doing that, but I also wouldn't want to do it. So I can't really blame Zach. 
Yeah, kind of gross. I I'm don't... not a sweet gal, so that would be a lot for me. Yeah. But that was like the only gimmick I can even really think about, except for like Christina Mandrell and her party bus. There was somebody showed up with a pig. Mercedes oh, showed up with a pig. That was cute. I do love a pig. Not enough screen time. Not enough screen time. I love pigs. Pigs are my favorite animal. And, and it was a I, big pig. They didn't like try to fake you out and think, oh, cute little teacup pig. She said, mm-hmm. no, this is going to be a big pig. If you're buying a pig, it's going to turn into this pig. You might think it's a teacup pig. It's not. I'm like fascinated by Mercedes. She's so beautiful. Yet she's from this like tiny place in Iowa and she like raises pigs. I will say, I think she's since moved from her time. Like, I don't think she's there anymore. And I think she did the pig thing growing up. Okay, that that kind of makes more sense. Makes a little <laughs> more sense. But also that wasn't that long ago because what? She's 23, 24. True. Yeah. Being 18, she could have still been working at the pig show. I think the most, you know, disgraceful, worst limo exit was just the ear lick. Oh, no. Yeah. When she went home, it was very obvious. You don't do that. (laughs) So strange. I was trying to figure out if it was a play on her name, Lekka. But it was not good. Don't lick people. I I don't like that. Maybe she watched Pam and Tommy and that was the thing Tommy Lee did. Yeah. Yeah, don't like it, don't enjoy it, and she went home and I said, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, overall, night one, decent. I mean, I got the impression we would have an old school season and we've been getting old school weeks since. Yeah, the only disappointing thing about the first night was the fact that greasy-haired Greer got the first impression rose. Oh my god, so confusing. I mean... I saw how they had like a more natural conversation. I think they were kind of talking about like, I don't know if it was like family ties or something about living in Texas. Yeah, about she wants to move to Austin. That's been her goal and that they bonded over the traditional family kind of, you know, coded icky stuff. Coded like right wing. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, what I was picking up on and then talking about their parents, you know, being together and the perfect example of, you know, you know, anti-divorce rhetoric and shit like that. You know, since night one, I've kind of forgotten about her because she, she hasn't really come back for her, which makes me scared. Me too. I'm like, oh no. We all know that they the slow burns are, exist. She'll be back. We had our early season villain in Christina, and she's gone. We're going to yeah. get another one next week where who's there for the wrong reason, and she's going to be gone. Then I think we're going to start getting Greer out on the front. <laughs> that is a good theory. I didn't even think about how the second villain might not be the long-lasting one, but based on previews, it's pretty clear it's going to – Go yeah, it's like, pretty obvious it's about to be brought up to light and he's going to send whoever it is home. Yeah. In fact, they pretty much some trailers have showed who it is. And I was really pissed about that. Ugh, I didn't even notice that. I hate when they do it. It was one I saw on Twitter, so. Mm, yeah. Pissed me off. 
Um, but yeah, I think Greer will reappear. Also, I'm noticing he likes some of the very, very young seeming ones. But he's also younger than I think he is based on everything he presents. He is only 26. He's only 26. And I think like dating wise, he's fairly immature. Like, I don't think he's done a whole lot of like serious relationshiping. Yeah, but he definitely he's into Greer, who's very young seeming. And then Jessica, who was first out of the limo, Jessica, or maybe Jess is what they've been calling her. They call her Body glitter is what I call her Um, and doesn't like tongue. Which I don't too much tongue, I for sure agree. Certainly watching some of these kisses, I'm like, put your tongues away. I don't want to see it. Put your tongues away. Yeah. But I mean, she's just seems so young and he seems to like her a lot. But I do think her reservedness is probably going to come up and she's not ready, going to be ready and she's going to go home. I agree. I, I haven't quite seen that I haven't really noticed him being like that into her. She's making a lot of effort though. Yeah. He's just giving her validation and also they're showing her a lot. They are a lot of airtime, first limo, stuff like that. Yeah. Huh. Well, um, we have the first group date with Lotto. Yes. This group date was so stupid. I it that was kind of like we started off on a high night one and then the first day I was like oh no it was like just not a fully thought out plan it felt also Zach does not want a bad bitch no that is not his type of girl so it was very weird hearing him say the words bad bitch felt so unnatural and uncomfortable it's strange the way the show feels the need to like diversify their activities it, it it's like it's so backwards because really what you're doing is just like appropriating they, right they don't right. know what we want at all I it's mean Mike Fleiss is a fucking idiot he tweeted something recently about like we need more c- to call for more diversity right and it's like bro what <laughs> you're the problem yeah where what are you what are you talking about where where's your diversity I'm not seeing it yeah it, Which I just think he maybe we'll get a black bachelorette and that's him pointing to see we're doing it yeah it's just these kind of dates I don't know it's like I, I just feel like they're trying too hard and missing the mark very much it's a big swing and a big miss like it's embarrassing you're spinning around like you fell it's yeah. It's painful to watch. And they brought out Courtney Robertson, Victoria Fuller, and Tajwan for their bad bitches from seasons past. And the disrespect of how many people who don't know who Courtney Robertson is. I know. She's so iconic, but also was literally from 2010. Right. Aired in 2011, but filmed in 2010. So, like, some of these young contestants oh, no. were... I was one year behind. And this is not, yeah. So like people started, so many people started watching at Caitlin Bristow's season or Chris right. Soul's season and they think right. they, they're longtime watchers. It's the same people who were like, who's Claire? Fuck off. <laughs> Go watch the old seasons. Get culture. Do your homework. <laughs> Do your fucking homework. Or just shut your mouth. Sometimes things wow. don't need to be said. 
Uh, you should be ashamed when you don't know stuff. I used to always be embarrassed and pretend I knew who people were because it felt like I should. Everyone should be doing that. You've heard it here. Operate on shame. Shame. You should feel shame for not knowing who Courtney is and lie and say you do until you figure it out. And then you'll be like, oh shit. And then you go Google it later that night. Yeah. And then you yeah. go, oh shit. And then you're into her. Right. That's how it works. That's how that's how life happens. Happen. Don't show your ignorance and then judge. Hide others. your ignorance. Bury it deep down and <laughs> pull out a facade and then go look it up so you're no longer ignorant. And then you might find something you like. Agreed. Good she advice. The best bachelor tell all book of all time. Have you read that book? Parts of it that I was able to find illegally online back when I was in college. <laughs> yeah, there are pages online because I remember. We, you and I both rewatched Blen- Ben Flanick season this yes. year. Last year? Yeah, last year sometime. Yeah, Courtney was, she was told all about her season and after her season when she dated Ari Leyendijk. Yes, yes. And confirmed that he's like the best kisser of all time, which every woman says. He's I think like she said the best sex she ever had. Oh. Even steamier, Yes. That was a wow. while ago at this point, though. So she has since married and had kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we saw Victoria Fuller, of course. Um, we don't need to even explain who she is. And then Tajwan. Been a while. She wasn't on this season of Paradise. Yeah. And I just hope they paid her so much money. I know. I don't even yeah. really want to talk about her whole, like, return, pretending she wanted to be on Zach's season and that. It was so forced. And that's where this whole date just felt so forced and bad and just so missing the mark. Yeah, I don't want to get into it either. It was just a downer. Yeah, she also looked really uncomfortable in her dress. The dress was like, she looked hot as hell in it, but like she did, she felt like so stiff, like very robot. I was like, girl, you cannot move. The only thing that uh, we need to note here is just when the producer says, sometimes, um, what does he say? Sometimes bad bitches cry? Yeah, she says, a bad bitch doesn't cry. And he says, sometimes bad bitches do cry. (laughs) I love that moment. (laughs) So fucking funny. Um, Yeah. Do you want to talk about Christina, just her arc? Yes. Let's talk about her. She has her, her day date. Right? She does. Yeah, this is a perfect time to talk about Christina. So night one, she comes out in that bus in that hot pink dress. <laughs> the Pepto-Bismol dress. Oh, yeah. And she's playing kind of girl's girl. Like, oh, you have the same dress in a different color. You have good taste. And then also to Brianna being like, oh, my God, you're wearing roses. I hate you. Rigged. <laughs> oh, she just and I see negging. You know, where it could be coming from. But then, so then she gets her one-on-one date where she meets the family, his whole family, which is something, he did a weirdly sentimental date on his first date as well, like some home video bullshit. Oh, yeah, in the movie theater where they had this got to watch awful so that's what this kind of reminded me of that and just the classic oh we're suddenly gonna bring your first one-on-one date home to meet your family so they think they're like it it was kind of uh it the fact that we were looking at like a childhood home that was like very like it wasn't 
it wasn't like prim or proper like clear that he didn't grow up with like a ton of wealth so like it felt very it felt very old in that sense like when we walked into the house and then went to the backyard and like very kind of humbling normal home i will say it's in an expensive um part of the world yeah (laughs) yes but you know they don't they didn't he didn't grow up with uncle pat's money right but i kind of liked the feel of it being like i don't know i felt like for a second i was watching like an hgtv show or something (laughs) Love like they're about to reveal the like the new house renovation or something, and like everyone's there for a party. Like that's the feeling I was getting. Yeah, I do love a good backyard barbecue. I will say they like acted like, um, like it was the mom's birthday was the reason, and like he really made a big point of oh, you know, I was away and I missed my mother's birthday two days ago um so now we're gonna celebrate it's like that's very normal to celebrate a birthday like within a couple days like bro chill out the emphasis was kind of odd it was very dramatic for something that just felt like okay okay." (laughs) but she was a good person to choose for this date because she's clearly like good with strangers and like adapt to the crowd and that makes sense with the way she's grown up yeah she she handled it so well yeah and then she did the reveal of the kid which was my favorite because I thought his reaction was so fair but also hilarious because it's just the most 26 year old like yeah you're like shit I like her but like that's a lot like I don't know if I could take that on and I appreciated his honesty even if he kept her around, like, I did feel like he was happy to have an excuse to send her home, you know? He was. That, I've noticed that about Zach, is, like, he has no problem with, like, just sending him away, just being like, you know? Maybe it makes it easier for him. He's like, great, I need a reason to narrow it down, it's too difficult, so, like, any reason he sees, he's like, perfect, I can send you home, and then I don't have to work, think about it anymore. That's kind of fair. I I would probably be like that. Yeah, it's a little, it's more stressful having to, like, weigh your options and, like, you know, just think, like, well, maybe late, maybe later this will grow into something as opposed to just, like, oh, cut it off now. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't want to have to make a decision ever. Please just decide for me. Yeah, exactly. A non-option. But he also doesn't want to look like shit and being like, oh, you have a kid? Never mind. I know. I I did the fake out of him making it seem like he wasn't going to give the rose was good. Yeah, like it, great. TV. It was good TV. And then later, with her causing all this drama, it was like, okay, well, I already didn't really want to be a stepdad, so right. He's like, I needed a reason. Also, I think he also had the awareness that the women that she is being said to have been intimidating and like belittling of or whatever you know all the various things she was accused of were black women and I felt like there was a connotation of microaggressions with the way Brianna was talking about like she said stuff to me and stuff to charity and things that are just and so I could see in his head that also being a factor even if Brianna never said specifically that that's what was happening yeah for me that's where my mind went hearing that Christina Mandrell was um, making women cry, particularly the black women. 
in the totally. house. Yeah, that's a really good who point. Who had positions of power, like, you know, roses all right before her. The group date rose and the America's first impression rose, which was a stupid thing. Just so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, no, really good point. And like, I hope that that's something he was considering as well. Like it did cross his mind. Um, but in any event, she was just fucking nuts. I mean, the comment when Charity came back from the... Um, it was so... Condition. Those are the things you don't say out loud. She's like, what I'm, she just She's like oh, I'm just confused. Yeah, I'm just confused. Duh, that should have been me. <laughs> like, girl, what are you saying out loud? Keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> My it's God. Kind of funny thinking that somebody has the courage to do that. Like, it's so silly to me to say something like that. I don't know how she didn't laugh at herself for doing yeah. it. <laughs> it's just so embarrassing. My girl. And I do think she's someone who just, she's grown up not really being facing consequences for things she said. And I don't think she necessarily means to be so rude. And I can get why she's rubbing people the wrong way. And she rubs me the wrong way, frankly, especially when she was crying and being like, I don't know what to do, Zach. I don't know. Like, this is right. It'd be a mistake. It'd be a mistake. Like, that was pissing me off. Yeah. But like, I also yeah. feel like it's just, you know, she grew up sheltered in a like Totally. And well, knows she's real funny. And knows how to manipulate situations in that way. Like, the person who, like, oh, yeah. Over, like, she's overly talking so that she can, like, distract him from what his intentions are in the conversation like if I just keep whining about this maybe he just will stop and try to comfort me for sure and also can we talk about how insane it is when she's like I've been doing CrossFit since I was 11 oh yeah what and she's got her little daughter doing CrossFit like oh my god uh it's too much you know CrossFit's a cult (laughs) got a lot of culty qualities she does and also starting that young feels alarming for a cult oh so scary that mm-hmm. little level of competitiveness also i we talked about her instagram briefly when we were doing the bio breakdown and she posts some weird shit i don't know if you've seen her instagram i don't look at her instagram but like she posted this like tiktok it was like a repost of a TikTok she made where she's on a boat and like her ex is driving the boat and the ex's new girlfriend is on the boat and she's like making a joke about like pushing the girlfriend off or something. <laughs> or like something about what what you do when you're around your ex's new girl. It's like really trashy. I that don't tracks for someone who says, I hate you. <laughs> yes. And and she negs. Like, are you joking though? You re- right. You, you're joking about pushing me off a boat, but like you kind of mean it, and that's not right. It's like you're kind of evil. You mean it a little. Like you're jo- <laughs> pretending you're joking so you can say it, but I don't think you're joking. Yeah, that is exactly how she is. Yeah, she's wacko. Um, we'll be seeing her on Paradise, guaranteed. Oh, one hundred percent. Which I'm here for. Um, now let's go back to that second group date where they cut the day portion of the date that was a puppet show with Gronk. What the hell? ABC, what the fuck do you have to say for yourself? 
I'm upset. Actually, though, it makes no sense. Like, that- why would you include the appropriating date? Yes, with the terrible Tajwan plotline and uh, cut Kronk because they don't get it. They they think that that's My what they need to do. So fucking out of touch and stupid. That is a stupid man. <laughs> stupid, stupid. God. Man sucks so bad it makes me so mad because it like he keeps this show from being the best that it could be it has so much potential and yet every time they just i miss along gale he really balanced mike fleiss's idiocy out i agree bring him back it's been it's been downhill since (laughs) Um, um yeah well we got the evening portion only Right. And that's where we got Catherine, who's really intentional about dating. And this is where I was, and being best friend, this is where I just was getting a little intense energy. And I'm like, <laughs> she's she's going to crack. The best friend thing was a little weird. Like, you guys just met each other. And now it keeps being said over and over again, because Zach says it, and then girls are like, oh my god, me too. Yeah, that's the that's the term this season. Like, you know how every season we have like a different... It's best friend. It's best friend. It's best friend. That's just her best friend. Michelle's was like hers was soulmate. We've had soulmate a few times. Um, It's a classic. Who came up with the phrase? Maybe it was also Michelle's season about feeling seen. Feeling seen was like a big one. I think that one was really like a Gabby Rachel almost. Yeah, it probably was them. Maybe Gabby particularly. That was like the. She had a lot of guys who were like, "Oh, you're this and that." Oh yeah. Like, oh, you you see me for what I think I am and not for what guy people say I am. Right, right. Yeah. But it might go back further than that too. Every season has one. This is a, the best friend season. You know, Katie, I might think might have said that. Oh, she probably did. <laughs> it was kind of a trending term for a while. I, yeah, I kind of hope we like don't. We I hope we don't hear it <laughs> again. I, well, a I don't think we'll have to see it, although we we might. I was like, I don't think Zach will say it, but a lady might. Yeah, it's it's usually coming from a woman. Yeah. Which is why it's more common on The Bachelorette. Um, but yeah, so Brianna is insecure, and it's so obvious they don't have a connection. She's beautiful, obviously, but she's in her head, and that's fair. She alludes to the Christina stuff. And he clearly, like, doesn't want to hear it. Yeah, he's like, uh, unless it's already been, like, dealt with and talked about, like, I'm hoping that's how it is. Yeah, he's like, if it's been dealt with, I don't think I need to hear about it. Yeah. Because that is when we did see a fairly good, in my opinion, confrontation about it, where Brianna approached Christina in a very you know, straight up way and said, like, these things hurt me. And Christina apologized. And she didn't do a bunch of if I hurt you. She would said things like, I didn't intend to, and I'm so sorry that it did. Yeah. She didn't do, it wasn't as bad as I was kind of expecting. No, same. I thought it was good. It's hard to tell with her, like, what's genuine and what's manipulation, right? Because she could very easily just have this rehearsed, like, apology in her mind that, like, that's what she does when she gets confronted. But in any event, it still sounded, if it's sincere or not, 
it was better than some other words that could have been. We certainly heard worse things. And I think that's why in that moment, Brianna, and this is before Charity gets the rose and that goes down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But so I can see Brianna's like, okay, you know, I don't know if I need to say the name, but I feel like I need to talk about it. So, yeah. It would have also been paddlings. It wasn't my least favorite. Yeah. Given Zach's body language, it was smart for her to just like keep that part to it herself. It felt smart. Like she was gonna say it and could tell this was a mistake and found a way to backpedal and not do it. And I'm well, impressed by that. That's strategic and good for her. It was. And what's interesting is then the conversation pivots and he tells her he feels like she has a lot of walls up. Um, and that he straight up tells her we haven't had very fun conversations. Like it's pretty bold for him to be like, our conversations are not fun, Brianna. Like you have a lot of walls up. I I was shocked. I was like, wow, okay. He's he speaks his mind. Was that this date? I didn't realize. It was. Oh yeah, yeah, it was because he said it twice. Because then later, when she, you know, spoiler alert or whatever. When yeah, they, I thought that was last the next week's group date and the cocktail party. He says it like three times. He does tell her when when she approaches him the first time about not naming who it is. He's like, listen, I why are all of our conversations like so serious? Yeah. My God. And like, I mean, it was so clear that they were she was never going to be a front runner at that point. Like she was too in in her head from the start. Yeah. What was her first line too when she got out something about my heart? Like it was really, really like cheesy, her limo catchphrase thing. And from there on, I think you and I were both like, she, she's yeah. trying too hard. It, it, she's always given off trying too hard in a pageant way where it's like, you're good at it. And I, you'd win a pageant for sure. <laughs> yeah. But this isn't actually a pageant. I want to pivot a little bit to Gabby, Miss uh, Maple Syrup. Because of how confusing her arc was in this episode, where she has the worst one-on-one interactions with him. (laughs) She's so insecure. She's so awkward. She's like, oh my God, I'm so good at nicknames. Zachy. Zachariah. (laughs) Like, Zachy Poo. (laughs) What? Are you so awful? He He can't get a word in. He tries to, like, joke with her, and she won't shut the fuck up. It's so oh, bad. It's really, really bad. And then Jess like, gets the rose. She's like, I love farmer's markets, cooking, family time. Like, she just keeps going. He tries to say, oh, my God, I love farmer's markets, too. And she won't let him say it. He tries to say, me, too. And she won't let him say that. It's so bad. I love her for how self-aware she is afterwards, though. Because in her ITMs, she's like, I know that I did not go well. <laughs> she was like... That was word vomit. That was really bad. I don't know what I'm doing. So bad. But then the most confusing thing in the world happens where she has another conversation with him. And he's like, you know, I get butterflies with you. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, so it's this tight, dark haired brunette girls like with Greer and like the, the connections where I don't get it. I know. I know. It's one of those leads where it's like, I don't understand his taste. But like, okay, someone of them might do. me up though, because Gabby being a mess made me laugh. So I was here for it. 
I also loved the like, let's lady in the tramp bit, but they had a peanut like, butter cup. <laughs> a Reese's cup, like the driest fucking peanut buttery. Like that is not what you want to kiss after. Peanut butter? Peanut it's butter? Such a small, you the can't lady in the butter. tramp a, a small object. Like that's not the point. <laughs> no. And then they're kissing immediately because you can't lady and tramp that object with just peanut butter in their mouth. yeah it's bad um anyway that's all I really wanted to say about Gabby just I love that you brought that up love that yeah so then we have the one-on-one the best with oh no first let's talk about Sean Lowe's FaceTime because why why are they dragging this poor man out he was so, like, the kids were, like, running around. Catherine's, He's like, like Zach, I'm around. busy. Why are you calling? What do you want, bro? It's so weird kids. because Zach's all, I'm looking for my best friend, so I need to call Sean. But it's, like. He's the best he, friend, Sean. What, was he trying to get advice from him? All no, Sean he wants Sean to be his best friend. <laughs> Clearly. I don't know what's so confusing here, Julie. He does. <laughs> and Sean he, is his new best friend. We also have another shower scene, and it's like, why do we need to see his hairy chest? It's because they're going old school, which we keep saying we love, and then we see shit like this, and we're like, oh yeah, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. (laughs) Some parts. We like a lot of parts about it. Like, this one-on-one date with Katie, who I... I mean, stunning in that green dress, but also their conversation is so... So hilarious she says i've never experienced anything romantic he says i can't believe that you deserve so much (laughs) i i like it's she i think they cut out some maybe details about her toxic relationship because we really didn't get much besides that she had a relationship that made her question her self-worth and like he didn't do stuff for her is what it kind of was made to sound like and i think there was more maybe we were missing what was confusing is when she said, I just want to feel safe and someone to stay when things get hard. His response to that was, that's the hardest thing. <laughs> it's, like, is that, it's hard for you to stay when things get hard or like. That's not what she wants to hear. <laughs> it's just, we definitely were missing some pieces, but oh my God, I love this date so much. A she, night at the museum? She was invited to spend the night with him. In these tacky tiger pajamas, silk pajamas, and like a tent with twin beds and shit. Like, that's fun. So fun. Also, we also just can't... being in a museum at night and they're, they're saying just the dumbest shit. Like, can you imagine being alive with dinosaurs? You'd be <laughs> lifelong. <laughs> like, brilliant. That's whole, that's peak comedy of just, they're not trying to be funny. They're so serious. Yeah. It was so comical. And I loved the camera editing. Did you notice all the different animals giving them little looks around the place? Oh, they know how to film an animal. <laughs> they know how to film. They're like, Even perfect. Things. We have this beautiful camp. So many options. We can just pose them however we uh, want. Brilliant. The tigers are like this. And then we have like a little like sweet music. And then it's the very, like, can you see, like, feel the love tonight? Like yeah. moment happening there. Oh, I loved it. I did also find it so funny how she described the date when she got back. She was like, 
oh, I am so tired. We didn't sleep at all. And it was so romantic. Yeah, like, girl, what are you, you, you need to downplay it in the house. Don't, don't do that. What are you doing? And I feel like normally the girls would be like immediately, you know, like we'd see in their ITMs, like, I hate Katie. Like she, you know, right. like, so, but I think because Katie's just Katie. She's so non- <laughs> Like, you can't be mad at her because th- what she's just... She's, she's one of those people that's, like, a confusing friend. You're like, I'm kind of confused by her all the time, but, like, she's yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, you're like, she's fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with her. She's a pretty. She's a nurse. Like, yeah. She's not... She doesn't do anything problematic. She's no. just kind of weird. <laughs> Very they, interesting. I think she's a big front runner this season. Oh, they have heavy makeout sessions like since night one they have had hot and heavy makeouts like both her and ariel get like the hottest makeouts oh my god let's get to this group date where we can talk about ariel definitely because we have bachelor bowl because it lines up with the super bowl girls are getting injured left and right we later see genevieve with a fucking sling her arm is in a sling and they don't talk about it why did they not talk about it? Why did we get a fake injury from Anastasia or Anastasia? Is it Anastasia? Yeah, Anastasia, I think. Yeah. And then we didn't get Genevieve. full on sling, this girl, this poor girl. Anyway, the Balzacs uh, get, they win, and that team includes Ariel, right? Yeah. Is this where we get their first hot, hot? It it is one of the first. Yeah, she has she has a really good moment with him where she's like I she's very sexy and like sultry the way she's she, super sexy. I mean, even her bikini was like lacy lingerie. Well, I just love the way she approaches. She's very smooth, but like she has kind of a deep voice and she she had this like thing planned out with him. I don't remember if it was like choosing something. I, I there was some one-on-one moment with him that she had at a cocktail hour. Um and normally from anyone else, I would have been like, eh, but with her. I'm like, oh. Ariel, so I know during bio breakdowns, I said Ariel looks like Kathy Stabler, but brunette, which I yeah. stand by um, from SVU, Law and Order SVU. But I think it's Kathy Stabler blended with YouTuber Sophia Nygaard. Oh, I never look her up. She was a former BuzzFeed person. Okay. And like she just oh, yeah. had the eyes, yeah. It's in the I eyes. Totally see that, and the dark hair, and like, yeah. So that's what I see when I see Ariel. And Ariel's sexy as hell. I want to jump ahead because honestly, there's nothing really to talk about with this group date anymore. No, um, we can jump to her at the pool party and that makeout that was like. You're about to have sex make out. Oh my God. It was like, I felt almost uncomfortable watching it. it was I was like, so you guys need to like get a room. Like where you know they're actually about to have sex. Like yeah. there's going to be a hand job in that hot tub. Well, it their chemistry is kind of on, like insane. Like wild. she was, she was like making kind of, it was kind of awkward at first, their interaction. She was kind of poking at him because he was like mm-hmm. doing like little awkward things. And then he was getting kind of embarrassed. But I think he liked that because then oh, it yeah. made him feel like just more, like the banter was fitting for him. The banter was there and she's hot as hell. And like, especially yeah, when we later see her in the pool in the bikini, it's like, holy shit. <laughs> 
holy shit is right oh my god like what a sexy dark hair like kind of vixeny vibe we have going on well and continuing a little bit about ariel i did have to laugh she was the one that interrupted zach and bailey when they when zach was about to break it off with her oh my god yes okay let's talk about bailey coming up and being like, I feel like we've have, you know, we've plateaued. We lost our spark that we once had. And he's like, yeah, I think we have. And is ready to break up with her fully. When Ariel asked to interrupt and before Zach can say, um, I need to finish this conversation first. Bailey says, of course you can. She was so, she was like, like, I'm being saved. Yeah. Buy me some time. Like, which makes me think producers were trying to save her. By sending Ariel in. Mm, Which is interesting. I think they really expected her to be more of a front runner than she was. Well, didn't you tell me this week that like all of the America's first rows, like everyone but Brooklyn's uh, first, the women who got to be on the after the final rows, the first five, everyone but Brooklyn is gone. And I love that for Brooklyn because she's the one who said to Christina Mandrell, like, Will you do you literally ever shut up? Literally shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think it's what it was. She is the like and she is not afraid to like antagonize the villain. Like she's yeah. that she's that character that like can border on annoying because it's like, okay, you're you clearly like drama a lot. Like you're right. very comfortable with this. She also Brooklyn was the one that like night one said, I'm tired of everyone acting like it's fine to be friendly with each other like oh I mean that wasn't I think night two I think that was maybe like that for yeah. week one though yeah. it was week yeah, one week. and she's saying like everyone's like act- well and that was when people were and that was the whole talking about the making out and the kissing and a lot yeah. of people were definitely getting real insecure about how they're explaining their kisses going I I'd be like yeah I don't need to hear that but it's I love weird. that she says it because not everyone would say that Everyone yeah, she, else was thinking it. That's what you could tell. And she's totally. just willing to say it, which I enjoy. Yeah, she's willing to take the heat, I think. Perfect for TV. Thank you, bro. Totally. We need we, you here. I know. I agree. But yeah, then Bailey does her whole like, okay, I guess I do have to kind of pull him and figure out what's going on. And he gladly sends her home. He gives her the boot. And this, we got Brianna self-eliminating before and Bailey early eliminating so then the only one person had to leave and it was Christina Mandrell so it felt so strange week two the only one person leaving at a rose ceremony but it would have been three I guess I know I had to like look back and be like wait did I miss something and it's also like there were too few women too it's odd when that happens with a villain too like you because usually it's like okay the send home beforehand or like you know, it's one of three people that right. like the clear person going but home. For only Christina Mandrell to be sent home in that moment. It's yeah. like even bigger, you know, it's like more of a statement. Well, let's talk very briefly about Allie's date. Um, oh, yeah. Skydiving <laughs> in wedding gowns and suit. Yeah, she gets this like jumpsuit. Which I personally was not a fan of. It was like a lace. It was a like, pretty ugly jumpsuit. It was. A, I like I a jumpsuit. I don't Me love too. most wedding jumpsuits though, because they try yeah. to make it bridal, and it's just like doesn't work. Yeah, you can't over try the bridal thing. If you're gonna do a pant jumpsuit thing, like stop. Don't try so hard. Yeah, they do like the butt cape thing where they do the half skirt over it, and I just never think that really works. 
No, no. Um, yeah, so they're skydiving in these wedding outfits. And I the whole time when Zach jumps out, I'm like, his tie is going to choke him. Yeah, why are you skydiving dressed? Like- this is ridiculous. And also, he's so scared. He's so scared. She goes first. She's so not. Fun. He is. Their whole relationship feels very forced. Like they're trying to force Allie to be a front runner by means of adrenaline bonding. Yeah, it, it feels like Asia was on it. Colton season, honestly, mm. where it felt like they were almost forcing, trying to make her a front runner. Yeah, by giving the dates that will make them bond like that. Yeah, if those don't are... actually have much to talk about. They really don't. It, they don't she have some comment. She wore a weird dress, like a shiny green dress that night. It was yeah, kind of odd. There was this weird conversation where he's like, you seem like you really have your stuff together, which I'm really looking for. And she's like, well, I fool people. And like, don't phrase <laughs> it like that. Like, don't phrase it like you're a fucking fraud. She's like, yeah, I fool a lot of people in my life. What? Yeah, she's kind of know what she means. Like, she presents confidence, more confidence than she has. But the whole phrasing of it was so weird and just made me feel like this whole, like, dynamic was not it. It was weird, too, that they showed up to this old building and they went up an old elevator and they were just, like, at their dinner. It was so, such a weird thing. And then Jesse Palmer's cousin serenades them. Yeah. Oh, my God. So funny. I already forgot his name, but it's like Gareth or something stupid like that. Yeah, something, something that like, I couldn't say ever. I the the pool party we've talked about, but like I love that we got previews for the next moments in the episode where yeah. Jesse is like narrating, like fun son <laughs> coming up next. <laughs> me too it's very old school i love building suspense it makes me excited for the pool party which i love the, the switch of we're gonna cancel the cocktail party for a pool party been done so right. many times so classic and every time it hits a pool party is a great idea at this stage in the game i agree i love a pool party honestly any even on like real housewives when there's like a little pool party it's so fun it's i love so going fun. to a pool party I'm here for a pool party. Also, especially on a day when, or a week when there was half the group date didn't get the real date. They played football, got their ass beat, and then had to go home. So, like, to have a full day to actually have fun and do stuff makes up for it a bit. Totally. And it's kind of nice when you're, like, at the mansion, like, just, like, your, your stuff is there and, like, you're there, but, like, you just feel, like, a little more comfortable. Like, I always love, like, a little pool party at the the place you're staying at i don't know there's something different about it just go anywhere yeah it's nice yeah but so yeah these three first three episodes have been fun i'm excited to see where the show takes us next i hope it doesn't disappoint me i know do you have any predictions any thoughts um i predict i have my prediction about jess going far and then like just being too young and too not ready to be that intimate (laughs) being a thing I wouldn't be shocked if she's a virgin and that's a whole plot line Mm -hmm. um we're gonna get next week we're gonna get our influencer moment of someone being sent home for the wrong reasons I think Greer is gonna pop up again in an episode or two as a front runner I'm gonna say I think Katie's gonna take it 
the full thing. I hope so. I love that prediction. I want it to be Katie. Something about her. Mostly because I don't want it to be Greer, I think. I know. Something (laughs) about her. I'm scared of it being Greer. Yeah. Something about Katie I like, but like wouldn't actually really enjoy being around her. No, I have no interest in ever being friends with her, but for a winner, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree with that. And what Uh, do you think about Catherine? Do you feel like she's going to, she's really going to break? I think she's going to snap. I think she's just, but I think it's going to be over stupid shit. And I don't think she's going to get like to be one of his final, like, it's not going to be that level snap. It's like what, whoever the villain is in the season is going to make her break. Yeah. I think some, something is going to make her like really sad. Like I feel like she's about to have a lot of crying moments. Yes. I also could see her having like making it to fantasy suites and struggling. Yeah. Could be a possibility. But it, it's so, honestly, they're doing a good job this season with, like, not... It's hard to say. It's early to it's call. Early. I know. And normally at this point, we're like, ugh. We so know who it is. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah. So I hope it's not Greer is pretty much where I'm at. Otherwise, I think it's fun. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So who knows when we'll record next, but hopefully not quite as long as it took for this one. <laughs> things have settled down a little bit i've moved i have a new job we'll figure something out we'll figure it out we'll chat yeah. soon, Talk soon. <laughs>